the movie finally came out. It's so bad. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess this is the world. This is the world has been waiting for my negative ass. All two listeners. Everybody knew Will was going to like it. Hey, whoa, whoa. I was going in with cautious optimism. I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I did not. I did not go with any optimism. I was like, this will be okay. And it wasn't okay. It was really good. I really liked it. This was a really, I was surprised at how well made this movie was. Okay. I want to, let's just do like a little non-spoiler for those who haven't seen the movie. But uh, the things that I liked in this movie a lot was we've seen all the stuff in the trailers, but I like that they picked up the villains from where they left off and they didn't change any of their character arcs. That's not true. They didn't pick up where they left off. They didn't pick up where they left off, but they didn't change like the fundamental structure of like where they had their like conflicts in their in their original movies. They yeah. didn't. They didn't. Oh, Doc Ock comes in and he has a completely new attitude, or he's completely different from what he was in Spider Man Two, or Electro is completely different. I was a fan of that. Also, I need to say it right now just to get it out of the way. Tom Holland did a phenomenal job in this movie. I think he did a really good job. Yeah, his I think acting, he did a good job. His acting in this movie, I think it stood out the most for me in all of the in all of the movies that he's been in. This one I loved the most for his performance. I thought he did amazing. Yeah, that was, I thought he did good. I don't know. But, he's all right. I like I liked him. I feel like he's crying in every single movie. I feel like all Spider Man does in any of his movies is fucking cry. Yeah, actually, I can't think that there's a, if there's a single one where he doesn't. He's always crying about something. I'm like, well, I mean, he had pretty decent reason to in this one, which we'll talk about later. But, um, yeah, I don't know. He did a good job. Um, I thought he did amazing. Hmm. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> um, anywho, yeah, I'm just trying to think of who else. St- I don't know. What I really liked about the movie is it. I you know I was bitching about how like oh, we know everything going into it yeah but like we kind of didn't know everything going in. I mean we had a gen- like if I look back on it yeah I knew a decent amount but like there are some parts that I didn't know and I'm really glad I didn't know yeah I I mean there were things that got leaked but I don't want to get into that just right now but I wish that they didn't and it bums me out Mandalorian yeah. season two remains amazing for the fact that it didn't get those things leaked for it but this one is a bummer that things did get leaked for it going into it because it would have been nice to there were things that i ended up out there that i was bummed out about thank you john campia but um (laughs) everyone here take a look at toby's dick it's like what are you talking about (laughs) it's like huh yeah he's a pioneer but i mean the story it I mean, it's a very like it's not it's not that hard to follow either. The story, the way that they set it up and the pacing of it was really, really well done. I was a fan of it. Um, the only big, bigger complaint that I had for the movie, and this is we can talk about it more when we start spoiling the movie, but I I wasn't a fan of the editing. I think the editing was a little choppy at points in this movie. Yeah, when you when you talk you talked about pacing, dude, I felt like it was either like slow it was like it's like fucking just 
chat 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 and i'm like holy moly let's like take a breather for it like that and near the end of the movie i was like oh my god felt like dad i'm like i'm gonna have motion sickness for me i say the pacing is good but that's because the eternals was ungodly slow shang chi was ungodly slow up until the third act which then did felt like it wasn't warranted and then black widow was just i don't even know what that movie was so this one i think it was nicer for me because it felt like a better paced story that's where i'll jump in because i had talked about how much i was fatigued of marvel i'm not fatigued of marvel i'm fatigued of marvel stories that don't sound really interesting and that don't really have a huge impact on the greater story like shang chi might have been amazing I don't, if it doesn't really play into the big story, I'm not going to spend the money and I'm not going to go spend the time to go watch it. That's just me right now. That's just where I'm at. It's like, it may be a really good movie. It's like, it's just like, if it doesn't like play into the bigger story that I'm invested in, it's like, and it doesn't like pull me, there's not something in the trailer. I'm like, yes, it's like, I can't guarantee that I'm going to go see it. Well, and that's another thing too, is because I mean, I was kind of dragging myself to go see that in the Eternals, which I just like being able to see Spider-Man who he's been a part of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say the beginning. He showed up halfway through towards the end of actually like the whole first 22 Marvel movies, 23 Marvel movies. But I mean, I don't know. It's just a better connection. I feel like where they're trying to reintroduce these new characters, I should say. And they're trying to create these stories from scratch. Like for these characters, it's like, it's kind of like running into a brick wall where it's like, all right, let's do this all over again. Now it's like, Oh God, here we go. Yeah, no, that's why like the new like characters that they're introducing, like unless they're like being t- like pulled in by an old, like the way they introduced Spider-Man was perfect into the MCU. Cause like, it was like, he was already established. It's like, ah, let's bring him in with Tony. Not like, let's do a Spider-Man movie all by himself. It's like, if that was the case, I would have been like Jiminy Christmas. I've seen this three times in my lifetime already. Mm-hmm. And like, and I'm not even like 30 yet, like yeah. 25 yet. And I've seen Spider-Man th- come to, on the screen three different times. Like, okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's why, cause I was thinking about that while I was leaving. Cause I, while I was walking to the, th- and then I went alone. I had an aerodynamics exam at 7:45 in the morning today. I finished the exam and <clears throat> I was like, well, I had scheduled the ticket for 11:15, And I was just like, and then I got to the theater. I went by myself because my girlfriend went with, um, our friend group last night and I had my exam this morning, so I couldn't obviously go, but they went and she's like, yeah, it was good. And um, she doesn't really, see, I don't She's seen the Marvel movies. She likes them, but like she isn't like an over nerd. Like we are. She's like, yeah, it was good. And you're like, yeah, I liked it. I'm like, cool. And then it's like, I was going in today and I'm like, I'm walking back a theater, past the theater and the Eternals are playing. I'm like, who on God's green earth is going to see the Eternals right now? <sighs> Uh, there i now that we're on twitter more legionnaire pod i see things where like people are like ah oh, the eternals this the eternals that i love this and i was like Ugh. i mean good for you you go i did not <laughs> i see that i'm like you did that's great that you love it you keep championing that movie but uh yeah not that great <laughs> yeah it's just i have a few people that i listen to with movies on whether i like it's like you and riley and then I'll listen to like people that I will listen to online, like Christian Harloff. I'll listen to him. And that's really about it. Who I'll listen to and my girlfriend. She's got, she's got a really good taste in movies, but like, otherwise like I don't listen to people's opinions on movies. Cause a lot of times other people's opinions stink. Well, that's true. Well, so then with this movie too, like I was really trying, I mean, 
it's t- because they had said that this movie is like Spider-Man Endgame, which it definitely I can see how it is like that now post seeing the movie. Yeah. But I mean, it's it, I'm trying to watch this movie as a Spider-Man fan, but then also as like a movie critic or like I'm trying to just like, is it a good movie? I'm trying to turn off my Spider-Man blinders as well while I'm watching the movie and just is this a good story? Is it is it even a good movie? Should it have been made? And I think it was. So, and as a Spider-Man fan, this is this movie is just a love letter to Spider-Man fans all around the world. Like if you love Spider-Man, then go see the movie. <laughs> yeah, and it's more of a it's more of a love letter like not comic book Spider-Man, maybe I didn't really, I haven't read a whole lot of Spider-Man in comic books, but it's more to like the people who watch the movies. Mm-hmm. Um like the first 3 movies and then the, the second 2 movies and then now these 3 movies. So yeah. I mean, like it pulls in like plot elements, and, like certain details from all of those movies, from all the Spider-Man movies that just combines it all into this one that just makes it so great. And I mean, it's my personally thinking about it, it's my favorite live action Spider-Man movie that I've seen. I tough to say because I love Into the Spider-Verse, but I mean, this is definitely giving it a run for its money. It's not giving a run for money for me. I still I think I still think Into the Spider-Verse is a better story. I still, yeah, I still like Into the Spider Verse a lot more, um, mainly just because of how they use. Them. I was thinking about that during the movie. I was like, I, what do I like? Because I was like watching. I was thinking, I was like, oh, is this like good as, as good as Spider Verse? I'm like, no. And this is where I want to jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, turn away. Yeah, or keep so listening. We'll, we'll give you like three or four seconds here to turn away. <laughs> okay. Gee. Okay. So. <laughs> Where it differs for me and where I have like logical problems with the movie is when fucking like the beginning of the movie, Doctor Strange is casting the spell. And she's like, well, can they know and they know and they know. And he's just like, in like, if a wizard is casting like fiery rings around you about people who can and can't know your name and he's telling you to stop talking, why don't you just stop talking? Like, it's just like, at what point are you just like, maybe I should just listen to the guy who's casting a fucking spell right now. I'm like, that's why I like Spider-Verse more because like Miles is like thrust into the story. He's not like the key center of the story to begin with. Like he's Mm -hmm. just doing his thing. And all of a sudden he's like, oh shoot, like this is my responsibility. It was all, it was all Peter Parker's responsibility from the beginning with. He's a fucking idiot. I, I, I don't disagree. It's, I mean, he's getting to that age where he should start being more mature. He's a senior in high school, looks like, because we see them applying for college and we see how the fallout from Far From Home affects this movie. And I want to talk about the opening of the movie as well, because I loved how it was kind of, it was an interesting plot element at first to hear the world knows who Spider-Man is and it's Peter Parker. And I thought it was interesting because like there was a different point in the movie where you see him swinging around just not in his suit just as peter parker it's like i guess he can just do that now i guess because the world knows he's spider-man and it just feels weird seeing that happen yeah no that was that was a little goofy at first i was like honestly i feel like it'd be kind of liberating as long as you know your friends and family are safe it's just like whatever yeah you can go back to your way yeah i don't know I I mean I like that just because it seemed I mean it shows like how much it changed his life and the lengths that he was going to have to go to to just try and get back to being a normal person. So him going to Doctor Strange, I mean he clearly was not prepared at all and I think he it was a very half-baked plan for Peter going there and asking him to, <laughs> to have the world forget that he was Spider-Man. But um Yeah, that was 
I don't know. Yeah, but outside of that, it was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, definitely probably the most enjoyable live action Spider Man movie that I've seen. But um, can we talk about the other people that we saw? The other two people, major people in the movie. <laughs> it's gonna be tough not to because there are things that I want to talk about with them as well. <laughs> but I mean, to no one's surprise, <laughs> they were back. Andrew and Toby back in the flesh, believe it or not. <laughs> they were used so well. They were. They I was so well. I was so glad. They didn't they <sighs> didn't change their characters at all and they didn't make them like they made them supporting characters and they kept the focus on Tom Holland Spider-Man and they weren't like, okay, now that we brought these two classic Spider-Man characters back in, let's focus on them and see what they've been doing in the past 10 years since we haven't seen them 10, 20 years. It's like, no, keep the movie on Tom, but just use them as like supporting like characters to keep him progressing his story. You know, I just realized this is a real off brand thing here real quick. Tom Holland's in his underwear, like in every single movie. He's ripped. That's why he's on the Hollywood, the superhero movie cocktail of supplements that all of them are on. But um, anyways, sorry, I was just looking at a picture. I was looking up Spider-Man stuff from the movie and he's I swear to God, there's always pictures of him in his underwear. But um, no, yeah, I'm really I really like how they use Toby because he is like uh, he's he's kind of like the Peter B. Parker role that miles had in into the spider verse, but he's more obviously he's more like the Chris Pine, I guess version of that. Mm-hmm. He's I was more like, confidence. Yeah. I was like, I really, cause I could like when I, I know some people like Caleb is going to give us heat and on our Instagram DMS after this, but like, I can't really stand Tobey Maguire's movies with him. I think he's really annoying. I think he cries all the time. And I think he's just like a little whiny brat. However, in this movie, I really liked him because he's like an established man. I I I like what the Raimi movies represented for Toby. I also loved him in this though as well too. I thought uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just want to say now, but where he did the stupid oh my back. I was like oh, he said the thing. I don't know what that thing is. In Spider Man two, where he fell and. I think it was in Spider-Man 2 where he found like he like hurt his back. He's like, my back, my back. And he says it again in this one. And I was just like, oh, I remember that. I remember seeing that in the original Raimi trilogy. I was just geeking out during that scene. But I like that scene, though, when Andrew's like, you want me to crack your back? I I, it's something that only only them can like sort of correlate with. And they're like, I know that back pain you're talking about there. (laughs) But I going into this i mean i was really excited to see toby but the the one that i was most excited to see was um was andrew why are you more excited to see andrew than toby because i think and this is just for me i think andrew spider-man out of all three of them before this movie had ended up to this point for like all three spider-man andrew spider-man to me had lost the most because he had lost both of his parents like we had actually seen him losing both of his parents in the amazing Spider-Man duology. I don't know if it's duology, if that's the proper word that you would use, but um, you see him losing his parents that you see him losing uncle Ben, and then you see him losing Gwen Stacy as well. So those are like two, three, four. He loses four people that are incredibly close to him in his lifetime. 
and then it's just he seems he seems to be like a broken man he doesn't know if he should be spider-man anymore and he's questioning like the morales of being a superhero so i was really looking forward to see him coming back and seeing how much he's changed as a character and if he's the same spider-man or like what's the tone that they're going to pick up with him and when he comes back on and he starts talking with Peter and they're talking about the things that they've lost and everything. And he says, I stopped pulling my punches. I was like, oh, you've definitely killed some people then as Spider-Man. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, he's a killer. But I mean, I I loved seeing him back. But I mean, it's the same with Toby as well. Like I was curious to see, is he going to take on like sort of like that mentor role and like be a little more humble goaded spider-man because i mean if you ask any i mean not anyone i guess if you ask people our age of who the best spider-man is i feel like an overwhelming majority of people are gonna say it's toby but mm. i mean i th- i think tom represents a great mix of like the things that worked well for both of them um i i loved being able to see andrew back though because his felt so goofy his is like he was such a quirky peter parker for me and i i i just love the amazing spider-man <laughs> Yeah, no, he was, um, I like how he was utilized because like, and when I, when I was watching this movie, I was just so bummed. They freaking made him a high schooler because he and Emma Stone do not look like high schoolers. <laughs> and like his, his Peter Parker should have never been in high school. He should have been an undergraduate college student. I think by the end of the amazing Spider-Man two, he was in, co- he was college aged at that point. Yeah. But like, come on, he, Peter Parker, I don't know that's a gripe for a different time but like i like how he was used mainly just because like when they were like talking about villains they faced off he's like god you guys are like so cool and you guys are you guys are cool i haven't fought anybody cool like that and because i was so pissed venom didn't show up the entire time i was like the whole time i was like oh man venom might show up at any point here and then he never showed up but um because well when toby was like oh i fought a green alien or uh or not a green a black goop alien i was like where is he <laughs> then he never showed up and then i was like all right well that's whatever but um and then they're like they're making him say you're amazing i'm like huh get it because he's the amazing spider-man mm-hmm. i thought that that one was like for like fan service i think that was the one that was like most on the nose for it i think you're amazing but, um, i th- there's another thing too that i guess i'll go into straight with andrew before i talk about this their web swinging and that stuff I was going into this and in the trailers we see MJ falling and Tom Holland Spider-Man's like, oh, MJ. I From the beginning, I was like, please have Andrew Spider-Man save her. He needs that redemption for his character and that's all I've wanted is because watching MJ die in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and seeing his reaction to that, it's just so heartbreaking for him being Spider-Man and as a Spider-Man fan as well. So being able to see this where MJ's falling and I saw it I thought that they had just digitally edited Tom over Andrew in that scene. So then seeing where it's actually Tom who was the one jumping down, I was like, God damn it. They're going to freaking have Tom save MJ. I completely, my mouth dropped to the floor when I saw that the green goblin just came in and like absolutely collided into him. I was like, Oh, this is the moment he's going to save her. And he jumped, he had that reaction. He jumped down and saved her. And he, she was like, are you okay? like yep i'm good i was sitting in the theater i was crying i was like god damn it i love this so much this is so great and that's where like i just sorry i just want to say this is where it's like it's not fan service for that because it feels like it's wrapping up his character arc in a very well way where it's like it doesn't need to just be like 
oh it's just like a little plot element where it's like you can sort of close that book on andrew getting that closure with saving where he wasn't able to save gwen but he's able to save mj in this scenario it's just something for me it fulfills me as a spider-man fan yeah no he was um he yeah he's another guy he's just i feel like all the spider-man just fucking cry they're criers spider-man's a crier well, they go through the most loss of like any superhero, I think. And I that's just me. I mean, they they go through some of the hardest hardships in the Marvel universe for heroes, but oh, oh, oh wait. Talking to dad. Yeah. Come on, let him come say hi. Okay. He went to go take a nap. Of course he did. Uh Anyways, what was I just about to say? Oh, oh no, I think um, yeah, no, I was thinking about this because like the only time I cried in this movie was when big spoiler when Aunt May dies. I was like, wow, they went for it because at first I thought they didn't kill her. She gets up, and starts walking. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, can we please have the balls to do something? And then she goes like, oh, just like falls over, and I was like, oh, they're doing this. I yeah, I was because at first I was like, oh damn, I thought she was actually gonna die in this movie. And then she did die, but I was getting tearied when she teary eyed when she had said she was like, with great power comes great responsibility. I was like, God, the context of the scene and everything that was happening in there where, I mean, he's Spider-Man. Spider-Man is always the good guy. He's not like where Batman just, you know, beats the shit out of the criminals and he just doesn't care. Like he'll leave them in a body. Well, he won't put them in a body bag, but he'll damn near put them in a body bag sorry technical difficulties um 45 episodes 46 episodes in <clears throat> we've had a lot before since then but you know <laughs> um and may dying yeah with her dying and she had said the context where she had said to peter with great power comes great responsibility and that's just where spider-man differs for me and like he's the one who's always trying to look for the best in those villains and he's trying to do what seems right and i just love that where like and again, this is just me comparing, you know, you're a big Batman fan. I love Batman as well, but it's like Batman, he doesn't care. He's beating the hell out of them, putting them in near body bags. He's like, you just murdered half of Gotham. Have fun never being able to walk again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that she had like kept pushing him where she was like, no, you're going to save these people. You're going to make them whole again. And to me it was just so emotional being able to watch her and that's where i think that tom holland's acting stood out the most for me just because like watching him tear up and she had said with great park and great responsibility and finally being able to hear him say that i was like yes and then sorry continuing with that that's where i love toby because i was praising andrew and i need to give toby his praise in this movie as well then because when they had all showed up at the school and andrew and toby come in, in their first meet with tom holland and Tom had said, he's like, she had said to me with great power. And then it zooms in on Toby. He's like, comes great responsibility. I was getting teared up when he had said that. Cause I was like, oh my God, this is the mentorship that I want from Toby. And this is what I love so much about his Spider-Man just because I mean, he went through so much in those three movies, but I think just the campiness and the story and his Peter Parker, I, I can't describe it, but I just loved it so much. And so with this, just it following suit with that i loved it but i just i loved all of them in this movie all three of them but with aunt may's death i think tom just did a phenomenal job acting in that Mm -hmm. yeah no he was um sorry my phone's restarting now too everything's breaking on me um 
No, yeah, I, that's what I was when I was talking about earlier. Is like Toby and Andrew really playing mentor roles. Toby mainly being the big mentor for both of them. Mm-hmm. Kind of you see throughout the little, little the span when they come in together. Um, another, yeah, it, it just mainly it's just how like Toby like was like that seasoned veteran that when he was talking him through their stuff, he's like talking to Andrew through his girl problems. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, I don't have a girl." And Toby's like, "Well, you can make time. You make mm-hmm. you can make it work." I was like. Hell yeah, Toby. Yeah, you can. So Hell maybe yeah. I will go back and rewatch Toby's Spider-Man with new eyes. But I, those movies were so campy. I loved the goofiness of them and the quirkiness. And one of the goofiest, quirkiest characters gave the best performance of this movie. Bro, being Willem Dafoe. He, he was really good. He did a phenomenal in this. And like, I loved watching the, I don't know if the proper term is dissociative identity disorder or Multiple, multiple personalities yeah yeah with him fighting the goblin um disease that's in him i thought he did such a great job with that and just like seeing that like mirror and shift happening um the scene in okay actually i want to talk about this too real quick i was so amazed at how much happy hogan was in this movie i love john favreau so being able to see him in this movie as much as he was compared to far from home i was like hell yeah john favreau scenes i love this <laughs> Yeah, no, John Favreau is really funny because it's he's kind of always, he's always a win. How, how can you not love the guy? Yeah, he's a he's a funny he's a funny guy. I was like, what? When I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is also the guy who made the Mandalorian. That's crazy. I know, it's weird. I wonder if the Mandalorian exists in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, Empire Strikes Back does. Yeah, it does. So that means Nick Fury is Mace Windu. <laughs> well, that's true. Mm. Um, um, what was it? Oh, you go. I was just going to say with um, Willem Dafoe's acting, there's two things specifically. I loved the scene in Happy's apartment where we see then that like Norman shifts from like Norman Osborn to the Green Goblin again. And Tom Holland like has that spider sense. And like you see like the waves like coming off of like his head where it's like the video game PS4 Spider-Man. And like just that weird. It felt like Dune, honestly, where like they had... um pov camera or not POV, yeah but like focus yeah on their face. Mm-hmm. the way like they had done that it f- it felt like that where tom was like what is happening right now something is not right i love that and then the other thing i wanted to say quickly that just really stood out for me with willem as well it's just like a quick scene is where they're at the statue of liberty and otto and uh toby had just like met together with, like the power of the sun in the palm of your hand i was like hell yeah references from spider-man 2 but then they're talking and all of a sudden you hear willem dafoe scream can the spider-man come out to play and he's like laughing flying and i was like this is exactly what i imagined him being like from the first movie <laughs> yeah he was <laughs> talking about batman bro the more i was watching him in this movie i'm like i'm like to be a really good joker <laughs> I was thinking the same exact thing in the apartment when then the brutality of him and the lizard just absolutely pounding Tom in like the apartment. And like he had that big smile and like cackle on his face. I was like, yo, this guy would be a great Joker. Like, yeah, I don't know if the shoe fits. I know he's a green goblin, but yeah, I don't know. Um, he, yeah. He, oh, phenomenal. I, the more that I'm sitting and thinking about the movie, I have some like, character motivational motivation questions um because like at first like the sandman's on um tom holland's side and then he's not 
He's like, well, I just want to go home. It's like, well, why are you helping him this whole time then? Like, if you're just going to turn on him and join him with these other lunar, lunatics. He's like, because he wanted to go home, but the other guys wanted to stay. And it's like, well, why are you going with them then? It's like, this doesn't make sense to me. I had seen uh, parts of it again. And um, there was a scene, it's at the final fight scene, where he was like, Toby had yelled at him, Flint, we can save you. And he had just yelled, I don't care. I want to go home. And then you hear Electra where he's like, no, nah, I'm staying here. And he had he had said something to him where he had contradicted what Electra had said. So I don't think he was working with them. I think they all had their different motives. The only one who didn't have a motive, I think, was just the lizard. Yeah, no, he, I was confused as to what he he was a little underutilized, I think. Um, yeah, Sandman was also underutilized because he wanted to go home. And I think he also wanted to be cured. So I don't know why he left. Also, if all of the freaking spider villains can like find Spider-Man, how can Spider-Man not find Spider-Man the whole time? I was like, they had to find him like, yeah, I got here and I could, I didn't know where to go. I'm like, how do you not have to find him? You guys, all of the spider sense, you guys can't like all converge on each other. Like, I was like, I'm smelling cap right now. It cancels out the spider, the spider sense cancels each other out. No, negative one Q still is negative one. So it cancels out. It needs to be a positive one. See? That's not, what canceling, that's not what canceling means, but okay. Um, it needs to be a positive number. Um, well, so it, to to piggyback off what you were saying with Sandman and uh, the lizard not being utilized enough, it's because when they had gotten cured at the end of the movie, um, they were just reusing scenes from those movies. They reused the footage from Spider-Man 3 when he was coming back to like Flint Marco, like human form. They just reused like the same footage that they had shot in Spider-Man 3. Same with uh, Kurt Connors when he was going back into his human form from a lizard. They had just used the same exact footage that they had used in The Amazing Spider-Man. So I do that was familiar. And like, because Sandman can turn into Flint Markle, like human form, but he just never did in this movie. So they had just CG'd his character the whole time while he was there. But is he still that's alive? My, I think he is. I don't know. I mean, it's, why it would sounded, you pull him in for that? Well, the voice, I I don't know. But I mean, that's where my complaints with the editing comes in then as well. Just because like you could tell that they were trying to keep some things like a secret and not trying to. They didn't want to have all the actors together in like the same room because then things can leak. But they still leaked at the end of the day. And I could just tell with like certain scenes. It was like, eh, you can kind of tell it like this person was not in the same room filming the scene with this person. Yeah, everything's breaking. Anyways, before we have another technical difficulty, I was saying this movie, I had to at least like this movie coming into it because I was like, if this doesn't like deliver where I'm like, I leave going like I enjoyed that. I'm going to be just like, all right, well, I guess I don't really want to see any MCU movie after this because like I had gone in with a lot of Marvel fatigue and I left. I was like, oh, I'm very interested because at the end of the movie, when you see the Doctor Strange trailer. Which also, now that I, the more I think about it, or makes more questions for me. Where it's like, you need to pay for what you've done, and then there are other dark. Like we see S- Supreme Strange from What If. I'm like, I thought we closed off the multiverse. Like I don't understand. Like, is the multiverse still open? Um, I think this is where the effects of Loki are going to take more of an effect now on the multiverse with Kang being dead now. Because I don't think. I think with the spell that Peter is trying to cast and I think that Dr. Strange is trying to cast, I should say, I think that was more of like a self-contained multiverse issue. 
I think now this is more of an effects of Loki and not so much with Spider-Man, at least the way that I I see it. I mean, it's tough to say until we see the movie, but I mean, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. But like this movie had to do well because like if it didn't do well, I I don't know. Like I was already like eh, Marvel, it's fine, I enjoy it. But like I'm I'm over it. I've seen it all. I've seen Thanos. Like what else are you? What do you have to offer me? So this movie had to do well, and I enjoyed it a lot. I don't know. I can I don't know if I can say I loved it, loved it, because like I don't want to be throwing that term around too much. Because like I really love some movies. I like this movie a lot. I'll probably see it again when it comes out on Disney Plus, or if someone wants. I don't know if I want to go. If I really have to love a movie to go back and see it again in the theater. And like, I like this movie a lot, but I'm not going to go spend more money in two and a half. I had to pee too, like I peed in like the beginning of the movie. Cause I slammed a freaking sparkling water on my way to the theater. What part did you go pee? Uh, it was before he went to see strange. Oh, that was the most important part of the movie. I, yeah. Uh-huh. That's where they first introduce toby and andrew and tom all together as one and they're yeah. like we need to form the mega the mecha spider and they all, all get together it's like it's a power, power rangers, rangers. <laughs> i was gonna say they turn to the power rangers <laughs> no um i mean just like a couple of things like i wanted to mention um i so like you this is just like where you and i differ i loved the movie it satisfied me on every level as a spider-man fan um spider-man was the first comic book that i ever bought so and i've loved him when i was i loved him when i was a kid so i just i think this movie clicked on me on every level but um the thing that like there's just little things about this movie that really stood out to me that made me enjoy it so much um like when they're all having that moment in the statue of liberty and you realize that they haven't worked it like Toby and Andrews haven't worked together as a team. And Tom Holland's like, I have been on a team before. I was part of the Avengers. I love the joke where Toby's like, the Avengers? That's great. What is that? Yeah. I thought that joke was hilarious. But then you see them interacting and they're trying to like form that chemistry that they have as Peter Parker, which I thought was great. But um, as well then, following that scene where they're sprinting off and they're going to have that web swinging scene, watching them web swing around the Statue of Liberty all three of the Spider-Man have a different web swinging style. And the thing that made me happy was that they followed their web swinging styles for each of them. Like Toby's looked exactly like how Toby was swinging, where it was like more of like a physical, like momentum type of like web swinging. And like Andrews is more of like a freestyle swinging motion. And then Tom's is just sort of a combination of those, which it just has its own unique taste to it. I thought that that was nice that they like just sort of followed suit with that. It, It was like, Oh, this is a neat little detail, but, um, I want to talk then about briefly the final scene where it's um Tom versus Goblin and something that I loved was like they could have played some like big triumphant music or like some epic score playing over with like Spider-Man music. I was really happy that they actually kept it fairly quiet and it was like more of a serious, darker tone. This movie to me is a lot more serious than the other two Spider-Man movies. Cause I really, after seeing this movie, I, I hate far from home even more now after seeing this movie. Yeah. I didn't like far from home. Uh, not much at all. I, I, it's enjoyable. I mean, I did watch it on a plane, so I wasn't really like super paying attention to it, but, um, 
Uh, it's all right. Yeah, no, it's if like here's the deal. I'm glad I did not see that movie when it came out because like I didn't. I think this might be the first Marvel movie I've seen in theaters since Endgame. What came out after Endgame? No way from home. home. Far from home. And then the next one was supposed to be Black Widow. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a Marvel movie in the theater since my freshman year, sophomore year of college. That was like three years ago. I've seen all the Marvel movies, so Michael and I have gone to every premiere for them. Um, but I was just a big fan of that final fight scene that like the more serious, darker tone that it had for it. And the thing that really that makes me love this movie even more than is because Peter Parker, Spider-Man is like he, they have to bear the weight that like other superheroes don't have to go through. They have to go through the hardships and everything. And something that I really respected was that Tom Holland, Spider-Man was like, all right, strange casts a spell wherever and forgets me. He's like, no one is going to remember you after this. And he's like, just do it. It'll save the entire multiverse and my friends and it'll have major ramifications, but just do it. And then he does it. And it's like, he's no longer Iron Man Jr. As people complain about it. Like that was my complaint in Spider-Man Far From Home. It was just, you're relying too much on Iron Man at this point. Can we create our own unique Spider-Man? And this movie wasn't like that at all, but I'm, I'm excited now for future Spider-Man stories where they finally like cut that off and like they're making him his own person. They're making Peter Parker his own Spider-Man as Tom Holland. And I think finally now it's like, it's something that like really excites me where it's like, okay, it feels like a contained Tom Holland, like Spider-Man story. It's like not such a bigger universal story. I want it to just feel like Spider-Man. So you're hundred percent correct with that. And that's what I, re- that's why I w- I'm excited to see another Spider-Man movie because I feel, because like at the end of the movie, it's like he moves into an apartment. Nobody knows him. He's got a new suit that he made himself. I'm like, this is like, this sick. Is- I'm like, thank God we're not doing freaking nanobot suits from uncle Tony and, instant kill mode and the, the robot arms it's like perfect like this is just spider-man it it was fun in homecoming it was really fun in homecoming to see that because it was the first time it's ever been done and far from home sense. watching watching him like in far from home like swipe through the suit where he's like okay let's make this and let's make this and let's put web electrifiers on it. it's like that's not what he yeah. should make that yeah mm-hmm. so I, yeah, but it was, that's it satisfied me for that <laughs> yeah no that's yeah moving forward that's where that's why i'm excited i'm like i've changed my tune on i will definitely go see another spider-man movie i'm very excited for I, well i'm very because i got a gut feeling what they're going to do in the next spider-man movie is it has something to do with the mid-credit scene where bro tom hardy is like He's, I mean, like legally underused in the MCU because of Sony. But like, what the fuck can't this guy do? Like, what can Tom Holland or Tom Holland, Tom Hardy? What can't that guy do? I don't know. He's like, God, he's such a good actor. And obviously, like when he gets transported back to his dimension, he can't give birth. Yeah, he can't, yeah, Tom Hardy cannot give birth. I don't know. He'd put in the pounds for the role. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, 
anyways <laughs> anyways um well there's a venom symbiote in the mcu now so i don't know where they're gonna go with that they're probably not gonna use eddie brock because they don't have an eddie brock it'll probably go on that homeboy from mexico that he was hanging out with yeah i i don't know how soon they're gonna use that because I, I was reading today actually before we started recording kevin feige's like we're already in the early stages of spider-man 4 poor tom holland is gonna be playing spider-man until he's 100 years old this is another thing i was thinking about it's like dude like ah uh, like i kind of feel bad like it's a it's a blessing and a curse to be in a superhero movie like that because like this is all it's like daniel radcliffe all he's known in is, as is harry potter mm-hmm. like in every movie it's like oh god hey let's the harry potter guy and he's a really good actor outside of it. He's finally making his way out of that, uh, which is nice. But dude, that's taken. I When the frick was Deathly Hallows Part 2? We're in middle school. Jeez, got enough food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, But like he's finally like making his own. Like that's 10 years later. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that he branches out. Money. Tom Holland will have enough money to poop on my house when I'm older. So like, whatever, like who's really winning in the end is going to be him. It's just like, God, like, I feel like if you're an actor, you want to like get, like, I want to do something new. He's vocalized in the past couple of weeks where he's like, I'm excited to like do other things that aren't Spider-Man related. He's, he says that he wants to start a family right now. It's like, Whoa. Was Zendaya? maybe that's another thing too because those who are obviously dating watching them like interact as like a couple in this like it just kind of felt like oh this is actually finally get to see your romantic relationship that you've been hiding for so long that's not how they act in real life no i'm saying yeah because they don't hide that like they don't see that in real life so it's like oh we get to see this in the movie yeah it's what it's our make-believe romantic relationship for them um Um, there's the last thing I, well, a couple other things that I wanted to say. I think, uh, I think that we'll see Toby and Andrew's Spider Man again. And I'm yeah. curious, do you think we will? Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. He, they, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know. Well, so I'm curious, do you think that they'll show up in another live action movie? Because people want them to show up if they, because I think the next like big MCU event that people are hoping for and expecting is Secret Wars. And people are thinking that they might show up in that, which I think is very possible. It's entirely possible. It's very, it's, it's entirely possible. Um, no, I definitely think they'll do that because then there'll be a cool little reunion moment for all of them. I, um, I think you have to have all three of them on screen again at least one more time. Like they did, they had such a great chemistry. Like I love the banter that they had at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I was thinking about it like while I was watching the movie. I have these thoughts. And I'm like, would I want to meet two other versions of myself from different universes? I would love to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I don't know. I'd either be best friends with myself or I'd wanted to kill the other ones because like you are so goddamn annoying. I, that's true. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what? I, Me, I'm saying not you. No, I know. I, oh come uh, on uh, it's like if i saw myself i'd be like yeah i'm so annoying and if you saw yourself you'd be like yeah i'm so annoying so (laughs) the multiverse is too complicated we know shockingly frighteningly little about it's like well let's just open it up anyway but i do think that we'll see him in into the spider-verse or across the spider-verse part one or part two i think we'll see him in that as well across the spider-verse 
That's what Spider-Verse 2 is called. Oh, yeah. Mm, I don't know. They could show up. Think about that. It'd be kind of dope. Because they, they were supposed to in the first one, but they were like, oh, this would be too complicated for the fans. Well, how would it be? I think it'd be less complicated for the fans if they showed up. Exactly. Well, I'm. that's why I'm crossing my fingers that we get to see them in Across the Spider-Verse and maybe another live action yeah. movie because they just, I mean, they all played Peter Parker so well for their movies and they did the characters just felt the same coming back into this one. Like even the villains did though, like green goblin felt the same. Doc Ock felt the same. Electro felt the same. They were just all great. Lizard didn't feel like anything to begin with. So yeah, he unfortunately, I mean, yeah, I wanted more from him and maybe a little more Sandman, but like whatever. I feel like Sandman really could have been the heart of this movie. Like, I mean, Peter Parker was the heart of this movie, but I feel like Sandman could have also played another like role that like, cause I thought he was at the beginning. I was like, Oh wow. They're really going to use Sandman. Like he's just not just Sandman. And then he turned into just Sandman. And I was like, okay, well that was kind of, it was a missed opportunity, but they, you know, it's kind of hard to score on every single thing. Yeah. The only thing that I wish we got to see more of was Toby interacting more with Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin. But yeah. I mean, that's just me. There's just my only complaints are is, is wanting more. Like I wanted more of it because I loved it so much. Yeah, there's too many movies, too many movies. But I mean, I have I have few complaints about like the movie itself, and it just comes on like me nitpicking where it's like these villains all knew Spider-Man's identity. Well, Electro never knew Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man, so uh, yeah. That's yeah. like, okay. But I mean, I'll, you know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm not going to like sit and dwell on that. Cause it doesn't ruin the movie for me and it doesn't ruin the movie overall. But, um, and then just like editing choices that they made. I think it was kind of choppy at a couple points, but I'm glad they're ballsy enough to kill somebody off. I was like, if they don't kill somebody, this movie, I'm going to be like, okay, nobody's going to mm-hmm. die ever in the MCU again after Tony Stark. Yeah. Aunt May's death was really and it's nice because you always get Uncle Ben's death and it's finally nice to see Aunt May's death and Girl, but Uncle Ben was already dead in this freaking universe I think he was I think he's dead I mean like it'd be kind of weird if they pull a little switcher and like turns out they're divorced or something yeah. um, maybe she's just like you know what I'm leaving you yeah Uncle Ben's a drunk yeah maybe he's just, just a schmuck in this universe He's Peter B. Parker, but like Uncle Ben style. Well, that's another thing, too. I mean, like, because this sort of canonized the Amazing Spider-Man and Raimi's trilogy. So then, like, the X-Men, I mean, bro, we canonize that now? Multiverse of Man. Dude, my end game right now for X, like, the MCU is just waiting to hear X-Men uttered or, like, mutant. If I hear mutant on screen... I'm going to just like lose my mind. I, yeah, I'm excited for that. I, the X-Men, is, oh. I've been, I'm waiting for more X-Men content. God, I need, I need Michael Fassbender back as Magneto again. And Sir <sighs> yeah. Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart before they die. Like you need to make that happen one more time. I know they already did that, but like, you know, <laughs> could do it again. I could. But I mean, yeah, it's just it opens up so many possibilities with the multiverse. But I'm speaking. I I gotta mention it quick, quickly. Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox comes back. I mean, thank the I love him. He's only in it for like thirty seconds. Yeah, I love it. He's he was such a great. I love Daredevil. 
He is. Catches a brick. How did you do that? I'm a good lawyer. Like, hell yeah, you're a good lawyer. I forgot how cool he was. was like, I, we watched Daredevil a long time ago. I was like, I forgot how cool he was. Season three of Daredevil is amazing. Like, that that season is criminally underrated. Season two is kind of like the stain on that, like, series. Um, Let me look. I don't know if I've seen season three. Is is that on Netflix still or is that on... um? Mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Okay, I want to take a look. I don't know if I've seen that. Now that you're talking about this, I'm watching The Sopranos. Right, I'm still watching The Sopranos. It's a great show. Gosh. I was waiting for Tony to show up in this too. Like, I'm waiting no for this. I'm waiting for the Soprano verse. Yeah, listen. I'm just saying. Um, let me take a look here at season three of Daredevil because now I'm interested. See, like this is what like. This is what this stuff does. Like people are interested. Like I'm thinking about going back and watching Spider-Man, even though I don't know when I'm going to have the time to do that. I, I mean, I'm interested. Okay. What am I looking up here? Daredevil. Well, that's another thing too. That just, I mean, on a side note, Daredevil, I love his stories because they were grounded stories and it's him trying to beat up the big man. The big man. Who's also, sh- that was this week. Oh yeah. He's showed up in a Hawkeye. Yeah. I think they're gonna. That's like they've done that now with Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian. They've done it now with Hawkeye and Spider Man. So I think they might like try to keep doing that. Um. Yes. Sorry, I'm looking at this season. Yes. Yes. But I mean, just Daredevil, like his grounded stories. I loved where he was fighting Wilson Fisk and everything. I, I love him and Charlie Cox. I'm so glad that he's back in this now as matt murdoch because matt murdoch is just such a great character i love the daredevil comics i read like some of the newer ones because it went on such a great run mm-hmm. with marvel now so i hey kingpin how's business booming Boom. it's not um, a great line from into the spider verse of course um i don't know what i've seen from I, I can't remember what i've seen from daredevil and what i haven't but um yeah it's for me i i just like closing it out i feel like they did every character justice i thought the story was really well done i loved the movie personally it's for me just thinking right now it's probably top six top five mcu movie for me um let me think about my top five right now and see if it will move in there my number one is infinity war my number two or not my, yeah my number one is infinity war my number two is civil war um i don't even remember what my list is i don't know if i have this written down but i'm trying to fire off mine real quick my first one infinity war second one winter soldier third one civil war my fourth one no i mean oh i did this wrong sorry infinity war guardians of the galaxy winter soldier civil war and then i think it would be this one for me i feel like i have this enough episode here wait 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 where's mcu rankings here we are this is from episode 11 if you want to go back all right yes my top three infinity war civil war ragnarok winter soldier and then endgame um hmm Endgame goes down on the list for me, but um, I was just I was just looking at Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, I think I'd probably vote Guardians above that right now, and I probably would have Endgame at six. Iron Man is at seven. 
I don't know. Iron Man's okay. I might have to reorder this list. Now that, actually, the more that I look at this list, the more that I've seen these movies, I'm like, yeah, I don't ever need to rewatch them right now unless I really want to watch them with someone. But like, I would probably put. Yeah, I don't need. I don't, I don't feel the need to watch Endgame again. So I feel like I put this movie above Endgame at six. And this was number five for me. So, I mean, it's pretty close for both of us. I I would go to the extent to say that I loved it because I love all like the first five Marvel movies. So, I love Infinity War. I love Civil War. I love Ragnarok. I yeah, I really like the Winter Soldier. So that I mean, Winter Soldier, I have to sit down and watch. Yeah, there's like you can't like just watch Civil War or Infinite or, or Winter Soldier. You have to like watch those movies because like they're heavy. Yeah, but I mean, this one, if I'm giving it a ranking like out of ten, it's like a nine, nine and a half for me. Oh, uh, I'd probably give this an eight and a half or nine. But I was very satisfied with it. I loved it. I love Spider-Man. I'm excited for more Spider-Man content now. Yeah. I don't have many complaints. I'm glad that I I'm glad that I loved the movie. We were on the record saying that we weren't super excited like three months ago for this movie. I'm very happy to say that my thoughts have changed. Yeah. Um I I don't have a whole lot of complaints about this though. I just wish it didn't get leaked. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. Yeah. If we, if I went into the movie, not knowing about Toby or Andrew or even the villain, like if the villain, like if they just kept this shit airtight and you just saw him in the trailer, <laughs> I don't know. Well, this movie, I had read something that this movie was supposed to be promoted as a doctor strange versus Spider-Man movie. It was supposed to be promoted as that. I mean, yeah. I mean, smart, pretty smart, because that's what it looked like. It did. As we um, were getting into the movie, I was like, is this going to be them first facing off with each other? Like, this is kind of cool. I was like, I don't know how that's going to work, but. We kind of glossed over to Doctor Strange is great in this movie as well. He's always great when he's like a supporting character in the movies mm-hmm. that he shows up in. His movie's a little weak, but he's always, he's always good. It's always fun to see him in. I loved him in Ragnarok. I loved him in this. Yeah, no, yeah, he was, he's good. I don't know. He's cool. But um, yeah, I don't have I, anything else to say. I'm, I'm going to take a nap. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I can imagine. I, I don't have anything else to say. I loved it. Makes me, makes me happy to be a Spider-Man fan. And I'm very excited to see it again. Cool. Marvel, please let me see one of your movies early. Warner Brothers, please let me go see the Batman. I bet they've had a couple uh, posters and things that I've been tweeting about lately. So, bro, there's some Batman. Th- okay, there's some Batman fan theories that I need to shut down real quick. <laughs> there are people over looking at the Japanese trailer saying, "There's the Joker. There's the Joker." That is not the Joker. That is a woman's face. If you zoom out on that picture, I watched. I looked. I found that clip in the trailer. That is not the Joker. That is a woman. Bruce Wayne is walking next to. Yeah, we'll have to uh we'll talk we'll about that to... next episode, but yeah, when we start talking about the Batman, we'll have to chat about cuz there's a trailer for everything that showed up and I mean, we can 
Yeah. That's the most anticipated movie for 2022. So then we'll talk about our other ones. Cause my second one is, I'm not going to say it now, but it's up there. I'm, I'm like the, I am surprisingly inches more excited for Batman than I am for this one. Because I really love Batman and Batman's awesome. But like this other one, like the more the the more I watch the trailer, the more it hits home for me. And I'm like, God, I love this. But okay. <laughs> I'll say that another time. <laughs> this is Spider-Man stuff. But yeah. I mean, I had uh to close out, I, I made a tweet about it that I just want to say on here for my description for Spider-Man, but um follow Legionnaire Pod on Twitter as well. But I had said Spider-Man No Way Home found a way to create a heartfelt love letter to Spider-Man fans as well as creating a powerful story that balances nostalgia and fan service while fixing the main problems with the MCU Spider-Man. Bravo to John Watts, Kevin Feige, and Tom Holland for this movie. It's amazing. I loved it. Um, Yeah, no, I liked it. I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't know if I'd like it or not, and I did. So, bravo. I agree with bravo. what he said. <laughs> what he said. Did what he, yeah, what he said but um i guess with that one if you have any questions or if you enjoyed this episode please feel free to share it with someone who else think would like it we're back on tiktok and we're on twitter legionnaire pod that's our handle you can go find us on there share this episode on spotify with people you think would like it and um i guess with that i'll let cal send us away we are legion